The views and opinions expressed in the following paid program are those of the host, callers, and guests, and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of this station, its management, or owners. The opinions voiced in this show are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult your appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. Look at that. We're almost finished with January in 2024. Don't look now, but you'll be retired in no time. And how are you going to do it? What's going to happen? How's it going to look? Luckily, you've come across a show that will tell you exactly how the whole thing is going to work. Welcome. When Retirement Happens, a show with Kevin Lloyd and McGraw Milham. And Kevin... You, of course, the founder of a company called Legacy Wealth Advisors. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, good morning and good afternoon. Uh, even though it's frigid cold temperatures out there, your brain is not frozen, and you and the staff have put together a seminar at the office for February. Right, yes, we have a we have a new workshop that, uh, that we're putting together right now uh, to help people, you know, mitigate taxes not only currently but also uh, down the road, some forward-looking proactive strategies that I believe uh, will help people in the future uh, to eliminate um, or significantly reduce future taxes. Right, and we've only got—I mean, we've we've got a long time to do this. Okay, uh, but it's the cheapest um, now while we have the Jobs Act of 2017 going on. Right, the Trump era tax cuts. Will they get extended? I have no idea. Right. <laughs> right. But as of right now, they're not getting extended, and there's no talk of them actually extending it. Um, maybe the election in November uh, might dictate uh, if it gets extended or not. Right. Right. But we don't really know if it is or isn't. But we do know is that we should plan for the things that are known and take advantage of every opportunity that we've got. You know, opportunity while taxes are very low compared to what they've been in, in the past. Uh, we should take advantage of that. And I believe, I'm of the school of thought, to think that taxes are going to significantly increase in the future. Why do I think that? Well, even though I don't think that our country's debt is uh, is something to be concerned with at this point in time, it's not at a level where I would be too concerned with it, um, somebody, and I'm not, poli- not going to talk about p- politics here, but I will say someone's going to run on a platform that the debt is too high and we need to pay attention to it and we have to pay it down. Right. Okay. Someone's going to run on that platform. Eventually. Okay. <laughs> and, and, and there's going to be people all aboard for that. Right. Okay. Um, but that's really um, encrypted to say we're going to increase your taxes because our country overspent. Right. Right. We, we, we paid for things that we should or shouldn't have paid for. Uh, we'll leave it with that. Uh, so what's that mean? Higher taxes. So people go back and say, okay, Bill Clinton, he balanced the budget. Well, I will say that it's going to be very easy to balance the budget when taxes were as high as they were back then. Right. And the budget was much smaller back then than what it is currently. But not everybody balanced the budget back then, even with those high taxes. Right. No, no, I'm not I'm not I'm not discounting that fact. Right, 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 right. No, and, and, and I'm not, not but I mean not it's, it's just not interesting that there were some people with those taxes that were that high. Who didn't balance the budget? Right, right. I, I mean, mean, there were a lot of reasons why I he mean, balanced the, the budget. There, there was no ten percent bracket then. It was straight. It, it went to fifteen zero to fifteen. Right. Okay, and then it jumped to twenty eight percent. So you were zero, fifteen, twenty eight, and then you got into the thirties. Right. Okay. Um, you were in the twenty eight range at like fifty grand. 
as a married couple. You're in the top of the 12% bracket right now, somewhere in the neighborhood of $115,000 for a married couple over the age of 65 in the 12, top of the 12% bracket. Wow. You're 28% at 50 grand, right? I mean, I mean, it's, 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 we don't remember that. Yeah. Why don't we remember that? Because the 90s had some of the largest wage growth that we've ever seen. If you don't so believe it, me. It was disguised. Right. Yeah. I mean, the, the taxes were higher, but your net checks were staying the same or going up just a little bit because wages grew significantly during that time period. If you don't believe me, get on SSA.gov, print off your Social Security statement year by year, right. and you'll see your earnings, and you'll see what you made um, at the late 80s. I mean, a school teacher back then was probably making somewhere, and this is a wild guess, but somewhere around twelve to 18000 bucks a year. Right. <laughs> school teacher today is going to be... 50 to 90, depending upon uh, what area you're in. Right. But I'm talking about Missouri. Oh, yeah. I'm not talking about any other states. Right. 50 to 90 is probably going to be somewhere close to the range. Well, I mean, wages have grown a lot. And during that time period, those taxes, even though they're higher, uh, they were disguised because our net checks weren't any lower because of the significant wage growth that all of us were receiving during the 90s. So will that happen again? Um most likely, but I think we'll feel it. Yeah, I think we're going to really notice it because we're going from very low taxes, lowest that we've ever been, and we're probably going to go much higher. Well, but but it's also, and I, and I know you're going to this. You were, we're talking about the seminar um, um, uh, February twentieth at your office to talk about sort of forward thinking tax strategies. But even if the taxes stay the same and don't go higher or lower, there are tax strategies that you can implement. That will reduce your tax burden. And there are tax strategies you do that would increase your tax burden, even if the tax rate stayed the same. Yes. So when you retire, you can, seems like in a weird way, you can choose to pay higher taxes or choose to pay lower taxes. Yeah, so what are you saying? Are you saying that even if taxes never change, it still is a good idea to have a tax strategy right. because you're saving money on taxes down the road. Yeah, right. absolutely. I agree with that. Right. I agree. I guess sometimes I'm so focused on saying that it's going to get much, much higher. Right. Um, and it's going to be more amplified why it makes sense to make this decision today to to lower your future taxes. I mean, who doesn't want to lower their taxes? Right. I don't right? care what they are in the future. Just right. whatever they are, I don't want to pay more than I have to. Right. And things, as you've stated over the years— there are things we do that uh, or don't do that will raise or lower our taxes because in retirement you sit at this crossroads of forward-thinking tax strategies. If you right. choose to implement them or you choose to put your head in the sand and don't worry about it, then you'll pay more. I mean, it would be nice, right, if somebody uh, sat down with you and said, McGraw, here's what you're currently doing when you do get to retirement um, this is good what your tax liabilities are going to look like, and they're going to be much greater then than what you're actually paying today. It would be nice if someone would do that for you, right? Right. <laughs> and then you'd say, well, maybe I ought to do something long before I retire right. to get myself in a better position to give me flexibility and the choice uh, to do what, what I want. You know, here's the nice thing about it. that I've said this a few times, and I don't know if it actually people take a hold of it and understand it. I can do a pretty crappy job on saving money for retirement, meaning just average and average savers for retirement. I can do a pretty crappy job on saving money, not saving enough money for retirement. If I have a strategy 
that doesn't have doesn't allow or allows me the opportunity of not paying taxes. Right. I don't need to save as much as what I'm saying, and I'm not saying that um, you don't need to save money. Everybody needs to save money always for the rainy day. I mean, because there's going to be one day uh, where you're not going to be able to work. It's right. going to be because you retired or you were forced to retire. You know, in 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 my example, when I was four, my dad was forced to retire. He fell, uh, broke his back, multiple surgeries, never worked a day after that. He was done, right? I mean, how much uh, savings can you actually do uh, when you have two children and the youngest is four? Right. Right. Actually, the youngest is one because I have a younger sister as well. <laughs> um, so, so it happens. But savings should start early. It should start. Yeah. The first day you make a paycheck, if that is 14 or 15 or 16, you should save because one day something's going to happen and you're going to need the money. I was telling my son this the other day. He says, I'm saving my money. I said, that's good. You should do that. <laughs> he goes, yeah, I'm saving it to go buy that. And I said, no, 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 no. <laughs> you should go buy those things. I think that's great. Right. Uh, but you still just need to have the habit of actually saving money, um, not because you you want gobs and gobs of money at some point in time. No, no, no. You want to give yourself options and flexibility in the future in case you can't earn for yourself. Yeah. And if you do a good job now, it gives you more opportunities to retire earlier. If it's not even retiring earlier, maybe work less. Or do what you want to do. Or, yep. yeah. Yeah. or, or yeah. move wherever you want to move. Uh, buy the house that you want, right? You don't have to worry about college, things like that. Um, but, again, I like flexibility. I like to be able to have choices, and when you don't do the things that are necessary, sometimes you're locked into things that you may not have wanted. So February 20th, Tuesday, February 20th, sit down, see some forward-thinking tax strategies. Um, They're always well-attended. They're always uh, standing room only, uh, but they'll find a chair for you, but they're always packed to the gills. So call the office, 314-641-1010, 314-641-1010, or the website, when retirementhappens.com. So uh, along the same line, and we'll get to what we're talking about in a bit, but along the same line, a couple of weeks ago, I was talking with somebody and somehow the topic of these corporations or these billionaires um, that, that pay so little in taxes came up in this conversation I was having. And somebody was lamenting the fact that they, these, these rich guys pay so little in taxes to which the contrarian in me said, you know, um, I don't, I'm not really that upset. And they said, why not? And I said, well, they're, they're using the tax code to their advantage. I said, it's not their fault. They're just, you know, they're, they do strategies. I said, if, if there were strategies that you implemented that lowered your tax bill to nothing— would you be angry? No. And I was like, well, then I was like, well, then go call Kevin Lloyd. Right. <laughs> because they were like, I got to do this. I go, well, you use you use tax strategies to avoid paying taxes, don't you? Yeah. Well, then I don't know what the big deal is. Right. And I'm like, if you choose not to, that's your own choice. But there are strategies that the big boys use that Kevin Lloyd implements for middle class people who are just savers. Yeah. I mean, we like to bring uh Tax strategies to bluegrass efforts, I guess yeah. you would say. Yeah. Um, um, but it, it doesn't matter if they're a billionaire, a millionaire, or have a hundred thousand, right? Um, no one wants to pay more than their fair share. Yeah. Okay. Laws have been put in place for taxes, and some people uh, understand the law and take advantage 
of the opportunity that it has presented itself. Some people, I'm not going to say are lazy. They just don't understand it or they don't have people on their team right. to, to help them uh, mitigate those taxes. I just would rather say I'd rather take the extra time it takes uh, to do and implement these types of strategies to help me keep my money for me and my family. Yeah. Right? But it doesn't mean that I don't pay tax, right? And it doesn't mean that those billionaires aren't paying tax, right? A billionaire might pay a less percentage in tax than somebody, but it doesn't mean that they aren't paying yeah. millions of dollars in taxes. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, they're paying or, 2% of their money, which is $40 million. <laughs> right, or someone would say, well, these Amazon, you know, they're not paying taxes and stuff like that. Well, well, who cares? They're using the tax code to their advantage. But what you're not really seeing is how many people do they actually employ um, who they are paying payroll tax for those individuals. They probably are paying some sort of real estate tax unless they got some credits or right, something right, right. like that. Yeah. But, I mean, they're bringing income into the cities that they're actually in. So what's the big deal if they're yeah. not paying tax because they're using the tax code to their advantage? So the point is, is it, there are strategies out there. And when you retire, as you've taught us, that's an inflection point where you can start to use some of these strategies for your own benefit. So right. why not sit down with somebody like you, one of your advisors, so that you can see what it would look like? Right. And and even um, I would say that it, they're all non-threatening situations. But, I mean, you could sit in a group of uh, like a classroom style and, and watch this. Yeah. Right. No obligation to do anything. Learn some of the strategies. You could actually do them yourself. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to teach you step by step. You could do them yourself. There you go. Uh, that's Tuesday, February 20th. Now, um, all right. So uh, I know we want to talk about um, uh, the whole thing planned out, but I want to go rogue here for a second because I had to chortle the other day. What, what's a chortle? Chortle. Uh, uh, laughing to myself. Yeah, I had no idea. That's the first time I've heard the word chortle. <laughs> I, I was I was chortling to myself. Okay. Um, did, you, did you make that? I'm gonna look. That chortle up. is a word. Okay. I, I I I chortled at a commercial I heard the other day, um, and I was driving somewhere. I might have been I don't know where it was. Maybe it was one of the cable news stations or something. But um, it was one of the CNBCs or one of those channels or something. But I was listening to this commercial. And they were touting the benefits of municipal bonds. Have you heard this commercial? Uh, no, I have not. Okay. So it was a commercial, and it was touting municipal bonds. And I don't know if it was a, if, if it was a direct company that was saying, hey, we can help you with municipal bonds. But it talked about all the benefits of the municipal bonds and said, you know, these bonds have helped build America, right? They built the Statue of Liberty and they built the this and they built that and they built oh. cities. And they talked about how important it is to buy municipal bonds and how it's a tax-free benefit and it's a this and this and it's this and that. And after doing the show with, with you for four years, I was listening to this and I'm like, they're only telling they're, – they're just only telling you – what you want to hear the bigger story the, the, the is telling all the benefits right right right, right. and i'm yeah. like never once did they mention what kevin lloyd has mentioned is that if you buy municipal bonds that might cause taxes somewhere else down the line which you're not aware of right i mean good good point not even talking about interest rates or being tax-free and stuff like that they can actually cause tax on social security right 
Yeah, they didn't mention that in the commercial. Yeah, and you know, it's funny because when you do the calculation, and we're not saying don't buy them, or we're not saying to buy them. Okay, that's not the purpose of what you're saying, but you're right. I mean, when you do the calculation, usually you'll see here's a corporate, which typically will pay more than municipals, but corporates are taxable, municipals aren't. And you'd say, okay, net to net, when you're looking at taxes and you pull it all out, the municipal looks like it could be a better place to be. Right. But never once do they say, oh, by the way, you know, that 80000 in social you're getting, it's going to make it all taxable. Right. No one knew that. Right. I mean, a lot of people don't know that. So really, are we doing the right calculation? So that's, that's funny that you say that. I did look up that word chortle because <laughs> I had never actually heard that before. To laugh or chuckle, especially when amused or pleased. Well, there you go. Yep. So just exactly what you're saying. Yes. So oh. I not only not only did I use the word, I used it correctly. Uh, I was I, I I chortled because I was I, I it, it amused me because I since doing the show if I'd never met you and I'd never done the show I would have thought oh yeah municipal bonds good idea yeah tax free right that sounds yeah no absolutely yeah safe tax free sounds like a good deal right but they don't you know you it's the fine print all the trade offs right and so yeah. the larger picture of your financial plan is. And you often say this when you have product salesmen, they you know they tell you the sizzle. Go the back sizzle. to your terms, right. yes, right, yeah, but, exactly. But they don't say, oh, by the way, when you do this, then your your house is going to fall apart. Yeah, or or they don't. I don't know if you saw a disclosure at the end that uh, uh, just because it's a municipal bond doesn't mean that you can't lose all your money as well. Also, yeah, I don't right? remember that part. Yeah, <laughs> and, I oh, I I just they kept on talking about muni bonds, or, and I'm like, wow. I I I'm like they're just so not telling the full story, and I felt yeah, I fe- one I, I felt bad, but two it was like wow these guys are good, these yeah. guys are really good. It was like a commercial. It was a commercial. Yeah, it was a commercial. I couldn't tell if it was for the actual company selling the muni bonds or if it was an example of a portfolio strategy or something. I don't know it what sounds it was. Like it but, was a general type of comment. It wasn't a direct. Yeah, just yeah, just buy buy muni bonds. Yeah, but I just I was so interested because. I am learning while listening and doing the show that I, I never would have in a million years of put two and two together if I hadn't listened to you. And yeah. so it was just sort of like, wow, these guys are you chortled. These guys are really these guys <laughs> are really good at selling you something. And yeah. you're like, Yeah, absolutely. Oh, uh, it's so easy to sell like the sizzle for stuff. Right? Yeah. Or you, or they use a uh, a pain point. They scratch it so hard that it hurts and oh here's the solution. Right, yeah, yeah. No, it's really but Sales but, techniques. but 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 the holistic I'm not very good at selling to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. That's obvious. Um, <laughs> but but it, the the holistic approach that you talk about, come down, sit down, let's have a strategy. Let's not go rogue. And do this and do that and then come together and say, I did all this. I don't know what I'm doing. I have this. I have that. I have this. I have three pairs of pants. I have one shoe and I have nine socks. Can I make an outfit out of this? That's kind of how people invest, right? I have a hodgepodge of everything. But but I don't know how it actually comes together. So what we do is we take we take these products that we've been saving and accumulating in our entire lifetime. And then we say, okay, I'm going to do a plan now. Right. Well, you can't. Most likely, that's not going to fit in the plan. Let's, let's do something kind of crazy here. Let's design the plan and then figure out 
what needs to go in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of trying to make this stuff fit. Right. Because people sold this stuff over yeah. our lifetime. Well, you have to un- untangle when people come and sit sit down, you've got to untangle a lifetime of accumulation. Right. <laughs> and in a short period of time. Yeah. I mean, uh, sometimes it can be done, sometimes it just takes a little longer. That's Kevin Lloyd 314-641-1010. 314-641-1010. Come back more with Kevin Lloyd, Legacy Wealth Advisors. What are you waiting for? Time to Have a true financial plan. Take advantage of those tax strategies that Kevin talks about all the time. The webinar, the seminar, I should say, Tuesday, February 20th. Space is available. It will fill up. Call the office, 314-641-1010. The website, too. Back with more in a moment. Big 550 KTRS. The views and opinions expressed in the following paid program are those of the host, callers, and guests, and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of this station, its management, or owners. Kevin Lloyd, McGraw Mill Avenue, Big 550, ATRS from Legacy Wealth Advisors. The show is called When Retirement Happens. So let's talk about Kevin Lloyd. Uh, philosophically, when you retire, and this happens this happens to me from, from time to time, where you, I call it a gut check or a reality check. When you sit down and you're offered an opportunity or a job offer or somebody offers you something where you stop and you think, Wow, what do I really want? What will really make me happy? What Am I doing what I should be doing? Do I want to do something else? And you said to me before the show that that happens quite a bit when it comes to retirement. It does. I mean, it's usually the same stuff that people, people want, right? Um, I'm going to travel. I'm going to spend time with the grandkids. Um going to do my hobbies, play golf. I'm going to play more golf. I'm going to do more gardening. Um, you, you hear all of these different things, right? right. And, I'm, and I'm not saying those aren't good ideas um, because I think they are good ideas. But my thought is, is why do we wait to do those things? And, and, and uh, one of the bigger ones is, is that um, I'm going to start going to the gym. I mean, what stops us from just to go into the gym right now? Right. Right. I mean, so I guess it would be time. I guess the only thing I can think of, but all you got to do is make time for it. Right. Because here's what I'm going to say, which I think this is going to sound weird. Uh, The people that I work with that are retired tend to have less time when they're retired than they did when they were working. Explain that again, because I've heard this quite a bit too. I'm really, I don't know how it works, but I mean, think about it. I mean, um, when you're retired, um, this is what I see with my clients. They have less time. To they're do busier things. in they're, retirement. They're busier doing stuff. They don't know what they're doing, but they're busy doing it. Yeah, I mean, it could be. Uh, me and Calvin were talking about this actually this this morning or the other day, and uh, he goes, "I said it's probably because they're sleeping in a little bit." He goes, "I don't know if they're all sleeping in. I really think that they're probably still getting up early." And then I'm like, "Well, if they get up early." Like 5 a.m., 6 a.m. Right. What do you do at 5 a.m. or 6 a.m.? Right. I said, do, do people still sit with a coffee and read the paper? And he goes, I don't even know if people get the paper anymore. I said, I don't know if people get the paper anymore. Right. What do people do? You, maybe we're reading the film, right? If we're doing those things. <clears throat> I don't I don't really know, but my clients are are more busier today, retired, than they were while they were working. And it's probably because a lot of running around that they're doing. Right. Uh, it could be more doctor appointments. Uh, it could be because now they're hitting all the grandkids games or practices. It could be because they're babysitting 
uh, the grandkids, which I am seeing a lot of that, right. where uh, grandma and grandpa or nana and papa or whatever they want to call themselves are watching the kids for their kids. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Is that because maybe they didn't get to spend as much time with their kids and they want to make sure they spend more time with the grandkids or even if they didn't? I'm, I'm not sure, but they don't have lots of time to do things. Right. Um, but while we're working, we have more of a schedule kind of thing. I work from this time to this time. The kids uh, may or may not have practice, um, but at a certain age, there's no kids having practice really at school anymore or right. sports or anything. So we should make always make time for ourselves. Because what do we do? We work our entire lives to make money, and we jeopardize our health. Why not uh, do something kind of crazy? Um, let's don't do that because we'll be spending all that money that we saved to take care of our health. So let's just take care of our health while we're working so you don't have to spend it. Well, that, that, that's a, whether your health or your hobby or your I really want to travel, your your question is, and, and uh, this, wait? right, I've often said this about you, is that you're more than just a financial advisor. You're 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 more than just a a, a, a forward thinking tax strategist. You're also a psychologist in a sense. I feel like it sometimes, and, yeah, and, I'm and, not, and I'm not schooled to be one. No, but <laughs> but 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 people come to you and say, "Well, look, you sit in a really interesting spot because you see people retire and people who are retired every day, and you see the ones who embrace it. You see the ones who are afraid of it. You see the ones who acknowledge it. You see the ones who don't want to be retired, who are retired." And so you, you're in an interesting position to see all the people who are doing it right and the people who need help. Yeah, and, and, and so, you know, you would ask, I would ask the audience and, and listeners and say, hey, you know, what is important to you about your retirement? It's something that we should really seriously consider. Right. You know, what are we going to be doing? Yeah, it is about money and you got to make sure you have enough. And, and that's important. You shouldn't retire if you don't have enough. Right. Right. Unless there's some sort of health ailment uh, that's causing it. Um, And that's why you always save ahead of time. Uh, But emotionally, what are you going to do? I mean, I know people, um, you know people, the people listening, they know people whose only friends that they have are the people they work with. Right. They don't have any other friends. So then when they retire, it's like, now what am I going to do? Right. Right. I'm not retiring because these are my people. Right. Right. And they may not even be your people. Right. They if they probably won't be calling when you retire. Um, if or you're, text you once in a while along the way. Yeah, and and yeah. if you're if you're the boss and you think your friends are all your people underneath you, they're only there because you're the boss, most likely. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, I mean, you think well, about but all no, these you're, you're, but you're, you're but more harsh. Is, you're more harsh than, than... We identify by our careers. Absolutely. Absolutely. We, that, that's right. Right. I'm just... Uh, you're, you're absolutely right. That's who I am. That's, that's, that's what I do. My identity is through my work and through whatever. And so you have to find a new outlet, whether it's a hobby, whether it's a woodworking club, an auto club... Uh, Tuesday yes. afternoon, coffee, clatch club, a knitting club. I mean, even if it's just going to McDonald's at 6 a.m. in the morning and having a drink with, with a bunch of uh, people. Yeah. And, and, and just Neighborhoods. And right. Yeah. Why not? I don't see anything wrong with that. My grandpa used to go to the coffee shop and it, just to have a donut. And I'm pretty sure you'll eat that donut for, for like two and three hours <laughs> while he's talking to people. And um, a lot of times he doesn't really, he never really even said anything but a few words, but he was there every single morning. Right. Uh, because it was like, it was camaraderie, I yeah. guess. So I have a friend of mine whose father retired. And he recently told me, I said, I said, hey, how's your dad doing in retirement? 
and he said he implemented a new rule and it has saved his life. I said, what's the new rule? He says he doesn't turn the television on until 5 o'clock in the evening. Wow. Good for him. And I thought, wow. There's nothing good on anyways until that time. <laughs> right, right. And I was like, wow, that's a that should be yeah. an advice for anybody. Yeah. Because he found himself being sucked into the vortex of watching, you know, every rerun of Law and Order and every, you know, Judge Judy. Yeah. And all of a sudden he'd wake up and it was five o'clock and he hadn't done anything all day. Yes. So he turned it off and he said, now he's going down to the this and he's picked up this and he's going this and he's doing that and uh, you know he's so busy doing all of his hobbies he's having a great time because he doesn't turn he doesn't turn the tv on uh, until five o'clock i think it's a great i think it's a great idea i mean it's uh i watch tv not often but i do watch tv usually just to stop thinking about whatever i'm thinking about yeah you know just to, and it, it entertains me for that pe- that period of time uh but yeah, I I I don't really watch the news. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but well, no. But but I mean, it's just. But again, I think what you when when you talk to people who come to you and you know you fill out the plan, and you have the plan, and you, and it's all the finances and the numbers and all that stuff. But ultimately, when you retire, one of the most important things you've got to ask yourself is what do you, what do you really want to do for the right. first time in your life, for the first time in a long time. You have the option to do something, and you, you'd better figure out what you want to do and, and start to enjoy your retirement. Yeah, yeah, ab- absolutely. I was just talking to someone the other day um, about something that we're working on about bringing in uh, health and wealth together. And I'm like, never really thought of it that way, but they have a lot in common because if you don't take care of your health, you're going to be spending your wealth. Right, and you may end up broke trying to make yourself uh, more healthy because you focused on wealth instead. Right. And it doesn't matter if it's millions or billions or hundreds of thousands. It's important to make sure that uh, uh, we one that we don't run out of money before we run out of life. Okay, but if we don't really take care of ourselves and we didn't really save a whole lot, it might not be that be that big of a deal because you might work and then die a week after you retire, right? <laughs> but is that your plan? Is that really what you want to do? Let's look at it more on a uh, complete balance. And so when I was talking to him, I said, you know, I look at it as saying that there's these five Fs, right? Faith, family, friends, finance, and fitness. It's very important. And when one of those are out of whack, um, it could throw everything else off, right? right? I mean, my health is messed up. Um, That could definitely mess up my longevity, right? Um, But let's say that I'm physically fit, Okay, but I have an issue with money and it's causing stress. Well, now it could affect my health. Right. So there's a lot of things, and they all touch each other. Car- carpe diem. Yes. Carpe diem. Yes. Seize the day. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's it's but I I love the fact that that I know that you're close with your clients. Uh, you get closer with them over the years, uh, and I know you end up you know counseling them and listening to them, and they become part of the extended family. Um, and seizing the day, what are they doing in retirement, to you is just as important as making sure their taxes are all lined up. Uh, yes. I mean, everything is going to hit each other. And a lot of times uh, mathematics um, are 
uh, will show that things are better to do than others. Um, but emotionally, if I can't handle it emotionally, it doesn't matter what the mathematics are. That is Kevin Lloyd at 314-641-1010, 314-641-1010. The website is When Retirement Happens. Tuesday, February t- uh, 20th is a uh, seminar at the office, 141 and Highway 40. It's a great opportunity for you to go and listen and to see Kevin uh, show you uh, on a whiteboard some tax strategies which you can implement yourself uh, if you are so inclined. It's a great way to listen and watch the master at the whiteboard. 314-641-1010. You need to register. It's cost nothing, uh, no obligation, no cost, but they do need to reserve your seat. 314-641-1010 or the website whenretirementhappens.com. We are back in a moment here on the Big 550 KTRS. The views and opinions expressed in the following paid program are those of the host, callers, and guests, and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of this station, its management, or owners. Not only is he a retirement guru with a heart, he's also a retirement guru who will take your questions. As you, Kevin, were talking on the break here, um, this tax seminar, February twentieth, you wanna you wanna put it out, and and uh, if somebody has a question or a line of questioning or a tax strategy you wanna go over, you're more than happy to sort of research it for them for the for the seminar. Right. Well, we were talking. I was saying that I'm you know I'm still I'm building this. Right. I mean, it's the beginning of the year. Everything has to be rebuilt, but I'm gonna build it maybe you know different than what the last ones have been, and I'm open to suggestions if you you know like. Like, for example, if someone says, Kevin, you talked about long-term capital gains. When I sell my stock for for a gain, uh, you said that it could be 20% tax, 15% tax, or zero. Wait a second. thought I had to pay tax when I had some a gain of it, but it can be zero. I want to learn how to do that. Right. right? How can I sell my long-term capital gains, my stock that I have good gains in, um, and not pay tax? You, we can do that. Right. Okay. Um, people might want to learn that, or they might say, Kevin, um, you said social security is a tax free benefit, but I've disqualified myself because I am paying tax. You're thinking maybe, um, how do I requalify myself or can I requalify myself to receive a tax free? So how does all of that work? Right. Right. You got to understand the formulas and how all of this works. And that's kind of what we work with day in and day out. And, um, when you do things for the first time, it's difficult. When you do it many, many times, it gets easier and easier, you know. Um, or you'd say, okay, we've got the Affordable Care Act, and I've heard the plans are crappy or junky or whatever you want to say. Not good on there. But I've heard you say that there are actually some good plans on it, and the premiums can be extremely low and sometimes can be zero and the deductibles be right. a thousand bucks or two thousand bucks, and still have everything covered after that. Um, how do I do that? So, uh, you people don't realize this, and you sort of tipped your hand there, and I'll sort of embarrass you here. You write these tax seminars that you do. You don't pull them off a shelf. It's not some cookie cutter program. You actually write these so that you can present them for yourself yeah i have a powerpoint that just is going to explain the rules for taxes okay uh, but actually yes i do write all the examples myself um, that way i know that they're accurate uh, <laughs> and uh, show you step by step on how all of this works because 
It's the only way I know how to teach people is to say, here's step, here's the the problem. Right. Okay, here's step one, step two, step three, step four, and here's how it works, right? Do we need to know all the inner workings and what the taxes are and all that stuff? No, not necessarily. Ultimately, we want to say, here's where we're at and here's where we're at the end and there's no taxes anymore. Um, but I think it's important to see some of these steps and how it all works. Yeah. Um, because that's how I learn. Yeah. I I can learn by listening to it, but I learn a lot better by seeing it done. Yeah, no, a lot of people learn differently. A lot of people need to see it. A lot of people need to hear it. A lot of people need to read it. So, right, it's, you, we all learn differently. Right. Our I senses. mean, like, like when my dad showed me how to change oil, if he would have just told me how to do it, I'd been like, where's the plug at? <laughs> You got it. What's a drain pan? Right. right. I mean, uh, you know, you just know what I'm saying. But when I saw them do right, that, right. Um, it was so much easier to do. And, and that's why I like having the workshops, uh, because you can watch me do it on the whiteboard and you can stop me yeah. and ask me questions. Yeah, I, I've been to the seminar a couple of times and um, watching you work on the board is is it's a sort of work of art, how you sort of. I don't want to say I manipulate the numbers, but use the numbers to explain the strategy. And I've every time I've seen it, I'm like, wow, that makes sense. Two seconds later, I couldn't explain it to the next person, but I do know. So it's good to see someone do it, whether you catch it the first time or it takes you 40 times or never really understand it. To learn that there's a different way to go about your retirement is the overarching most important thing I think people get out of the tax seminar to just start to think about retirement in a different way and not the three or four stereotypical things that you think you know about retirement. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I love doing it. My 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 fun and my joy is, is like when I get to see – uh, someone paying more tax than they should. Uh, that's not the joy part. Uh, it's to show them how to not pay it anymore. Right. Do like here. Let me just show you how to do the same thing you're doing. Just tweak it just a slight bit, and your tax bill goes from five thousand dollars to zero. Yeah. Wouldn't that be fun, right? Well, how do you do it? Sounds like a gimmick, and I know I understand. I mean, I understand that people would think that, but the problem is, is that accountants are not showing you how to do this, and financial advisors aren't really showing you how to do it there. And it was funny because I just spoke with someone yesterday and they said, Kevin, my advisor seems like he's just talking about the investments. I said, yeah. I said, well, that's like most firms. Um, but you seem to be more like looking down the road. And I said, well, um, you need people that are going to manage your assets and there's nothing wrong with that. We just look at things a little differently and say, yeah, you got to do that. But you got to look down the road to see what things could happen as well, too, especially with taxes, how they could erode your wealth and right. how your Medicare premiums could be substantially higher later on in life and consistently increase higher and higher and higher. I'd rather pay bigger fees today and much, much lower down the road because it's known. Right. I don't want to go to some unknown number that's very, very large right. uh, like Medicare or like future taxes. Um, so let's try to figure out what the knowns are. It's like inflation, right? Um, my house uh, loan is not going to be affected by inflation at all. If I have a 30-year fixed mortgage, my principal and interest payment will be exactly the same for 30 years. No inflation at all. Right. Okay. But if I have an adjustable mortgage, 
I have no idea how long, how big that's going to get. There might be a maximum in the contract. Um, I don't know how long my health care is going to consistently go up. And is it going to be double digit rates of returns? Is, is that 10? Is that 15? Is it 20? Well, if I can take care of my health problems today, doesn't mean that I'm going to fix it down the road, but it's going to be a lot less problem. When I, before I met you, and now and now that we've, I've done the show now, what is it, four years together, I can't believe how uh, ignorant I was in the saying, because I was just, what, I was, well, I'm going to be 57 next month. And I was, oh, I was early 50s when I first met you. And I was just, just starting to think about re- retirement. And I remember thinking to myself, I'm okay, because I'm going to be in a lower tax bracket in the future so I don't have to really worry. I'm good. I'm putting money in my 401k and I'm good. Mm-hmm. And I met you and you like blew up my whole world. And it was like, whoa, how ignorant do you have to be to just think I didn't spend one second on my retirement, one thought about it. I just, somebody said to me, oh, you're in a, you're in a lower tax bracket in retirement. And I took that as the gospel. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. That. It was amazing how wrong I was and how I just want to put my head in the sand. I'll deal with it. But once I met you, we became friends. It's not that painful. It's actually kind of enjoyable to yeah. talk about your retirement. You learn about things. I think it's, it's good, right? And if you can get to the point where you're, you know, you're a hundred percent certain that you're paying lesser taxes in the future, it feels good to do that. What's not fun is when you get to it and all of a sudden you have this huge tax bill that you're unaware of and it's just getting larger and larger and larger and larger and larger that's what a lot of people in retirement end up doing that were good savers people that weren't saving uh, that weren't good savers taxes aren't going to be their problem right you know anyways 52 percent of americans that file tax returns don't even pay tax yeah okay that's, that's not, amazing that's not who we're talking about yeah we're talking about the ones that actually save money right um that are going to be paying a lot more tax than they did uh, while they were working, which is, I think is, is crazy. It's, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, how am I going to pay more tax in retirement than I did while I was working? Well, because you're going to maybe have a pension. You're going to have Social Security, all right? Those could be close to what you were making at work. Then you're going to have IRA distributions that are going to be fully taxable. They get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. That's why it's going to get so, so you want people, if you have a question... Send you an email. Oh, I forgot we were talking about that. Yes, yeah, absolutely. You can send it Kevin at WhenRetirementHappens.com. Kevin at WhenRetirementHappens.com. And put in a request. Hey, can you can you take a couple of moments in the seminar and talk about X, Y, and Z? Yes. I'd be more than happy to do that, assuming that it would be more beneficial to the group. Yeah, I, I would think that yeah. somebody asks a question would probably, the people in the group would probably benefit from it as well. Most likely. Because if you're asking like it about questions. retirement, chances are a lot of people are, are running into that same issue. Yeah, if it has nothing to do with the seminar and you just have a tax question, email me. I'm perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, if I got to type a book back to you, I probably would not like to do that. So I would rather pick up the phone call and just have a conversation. Oh, right. So if it's going to be a long answer, leave your number and I'll call you right back. Kevin at whenretirementhappens.com. Yes. Can't get any better than that. And I think it should be also noted and uh, appreciated and credited with this is not some off-the-rack seminar that you buy. That's right, some type of guy was selling. This is you write it, you create it, you design it, uh, tax strategies that you've developed, that others have developed, that work, might not work for you, but it works for somebody. And so it's a great way to sort of start to rethink 
um, and sort of really deprogram what you think about retirement because what you think about retirement is probably not accurate. And if, you're, if your financial advisor is telling you, oh, no, no, talk to an accountant, um, you, you need to do a little more research. Right. I mean, how many times have we heard that? Right. Go yeah. see your accountant about it. But I'm asking you. you know, <laughs> right. You've got to see your accountant about it. But I need to make a decision now. Right. Uh, my, I, can't, I, can't, I can't help you. My car is making a funny noise. Go talk to your, um, go talk to your insurance agent. See what, see what they say. Yeah, go call the tire company. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kind of doesn't. Kind of doesn't work that way. All right. Uh, Kevin Lloyd, Legacy Wealth Advisors, 314-641-1010, 314-641-1010, the website, whenretirementhappens.com. Kevin Lloyd, Tuesday, February 20th um, at the office, 6 o'clock start time. These have been well-received. And if you are interested in a question or a portion that he wants to go over, you can just uh, send him an email Kevin at WhenRetirementHappens.com. That's Kevin at WhenRetirementHappens.com. Uh, we are officially out of time. Cold enough for you this week? Uh, yes, it definitely it definitely is cold out there, isn't it? Yeah. You Stay wanna, warm, folks. You want to open up an office in, like, the uh, Phoenix or something? That might not be a bad idea. You know what? Sometimes I think about Houston or La- South Florida or Arizona. Yeah, or I, I'll be happy to uh, to start up the office in uh, Florida or Scottsdale right about now. Sounds good. There yeah. you go. Exactly. That's Kevin Lloyd. I'm McGraw Millhaven here. Big 550 KTRS. Have a great weekend. Stay warm. I'm back 6 a.m. Monday morning. Kevin's at the office, 314-641-1010 or the website whenretirementhappens.com. And to email Kevin directly, at uh, Kevin at whenretirementhappens.com. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye-bye. The views and opinions expressed in the preceding paid program are those of the host, callers, and guests, and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of this station, its management, or owners.